Welcome to the Chaos Plan, where the odds may not always be in your favor. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Chaos Plan. If you'd like to know more about the show and have an idea of kind of what's going on and where we're at in the world, visit our website where we are currently working on an online campaign guide, which you can find at www.theadventuringguild.com. And if you would like to join the show or become a sponsor and help us make this podcast better, visit our Patreon account. Just search for The Adventuring Guild or our website to find a link. And by subscribing and helping us out, you can not only join our Discord to hear our episodes live, you can also become a member of the show, get some awesome merch, and represent the Guild. So thank you very much, and on with the show. Thank you for joining us for Part 3 of the Extra Life Charity Game. Alright, so the combat happened, you guys blew up the building, we all took some damage, and uh, did a long rest in a bottle, so we should all now be back up to, or a long rest, uh, in an hour. So we should all be back up on rest. Take a long rest. I can do that again if I don't decide to kick someone through a portal. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we maybe had come up with ideas while you were, uh, away. Figured as much. I'll real quick pause so I can listen to all of this and figure out what happened. Long story short, I pointed out the perks and the fact that one of them is to open a portal anywhere. Yep. And we could just effectively send anything, including us or others, anywhere. So there was some discussion about where to send who. And so, yeah, perhaps sending somebody something into the DeLorean. Because why not? Sure. <laughs> um, I was pointing out the trust would make a great barbarian in the Fate Stay universe. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm like, why calls are a thing? <laughs> yeah, so we had a few of those sessions. Awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys decide to ruin. <laughs> <laughs> and I also pointed that so far you said you're going to keep it, whatever we decide. <laughs> so, yep. And, but that is up to all viewers, too, so that's not limited to us. Yeah, exactly. If one of the viewers decides they really want to throw everybody in the middle of Azeroth and uh, Storm Stormwind, go for it. We can Storm Stormwind. I don't think we have to Storm Stormwind. <laughs> can, can we win Stormwind? We don't have to Storm it. <laughs> oh god. Guys, yeah. I've had a lot of fun today. But I think I'm No Okay. Is it the Starway College or you just have places to be? No, it was just okay. Oh okay. <laughs> I was like, uh oh. Yeah. I do like the NPC ally or ally. Uh, no ally. Yep. Just felt great. Um you can just come up with somebody. Yeah. Make an NPC ally. Yeah. Dude, that would definitely make it less, more, something confusing. Yeah. Dark side. Oh, shit. That alley. No, I, I came up with a block for dark side. Yeah. You name it alley. That's for one minute of combat or for one hour for one Alright, you guys take it for the next hour. I'm gonna go ahead. Like, you, you, you bring dark side into this world for an hour and he wins. Okay, mm-hmm. but I counter argument. I'll bring that up. 
Darkseid smashes Thanos into smithereens and every time. I just, the both of them together, like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> Alright. I want to help spring this Th- Thanos is discount Darkseid. <laughs> Fair enough. DC gets a little crazy here. Alright, um, shall we? Yes, so what would you guys like to do from here? You have discovered, like I said, one of the other secrets of the Kang Island, so you should now, or one of the Desolation of Kang secrets, so you should have now three whole points. I wrote these down somewhere. We already have three points, so would that make it We clear? already yep. yeah, got yep. the third one, I thought, from it. Yeah, yeah. Michael wasn't here. Yeah. That's right. So, I think we were just carrying on, continuing around, poking around the, the, the Desolation, making our way slowly up to the kingdoms. All right. So then we're going to say you were about in the middle of uh, the desolation when uh, you found the laboratory. So you guys continue once again, flying, and go ahead and everybody give me perception checks again. Are these sight-based, Bob? Is it sight-based? Oh, no, I took a rest. Yes, it's, uh, now that's over. So, Danderman, your strength is back down to regular. Okay. That is a 12 for perception. I got 11. Uh, I four. Less than twelve. I don't know because I accidentally closed everything oh. off. But less than three. Right about Bob. Bob save the day. That's an eighteen. So you guys are able to, while you are flying around, Bob points out that there are several strange huts getting up towards the um, top here, where the uh, yes, yeah, hardcore or sorry, well. There, there's some strange collections of huts, but there don't seem to be any people uh, around that area. Well, I think we should go check it out. And ex- ignore me while I spam chat for a second, because I lost all of my links. Ah! Yeah. Spam chat. That one, and extra light, because I want to be a So, we put our crystal down in the desolation. We don't. We've technically covered all the desolation, right? Correct. Yes. You guys are just currently zooming around. So if you don't want to stop at these huts, you 100% do not have to. You can continue on north. Shall we just head north? Sure. Well, so you guys continue on north, passing those huts by, and the first kingdom that you run into is, uh, let's see, I don't think anybody's super familiar with the King Islands, well, but I, you guys would have knowledge uh, with the Chronomancer uh, counting down. You guys would be first hitting the Dreddish Kingdom, which is right here where this channel is the smallest in between. There is a small collection of uh, Prince of Persia-style buildings with some colorful tents and that kind of stuff out. Um, very sandy, very desolate, not uh, not like the desolation where the ground is dead. This is just a very deserty type environment here. Um, and the Dreddish Kingdom is... Uh, let's see here. It's the capital city name. If I was organized, this wouldn't be a problem. Alright, yes. The Dreddish Kingdom is a very Prince of Persia-style city, or a Prince of Persia-style nation, uh, living in the desert like they do. A lot of them uh, mine that desert area for uh, magic crystals and for other things like that, that uh, because of the ambient magic of the end, uh, end point Mountain and whatnot, they comb the desert looking for those. Um, they literally comb the desert because I love space balls. Uh, so you, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. So you uh, land, or are you going to go to the main city, or do you just want to touch down wherever and stick the crystal in and keep going? Uh, 
should probably go to the main city just to check it out. But can I leap off the Nimbus from 30 feet up with the crystal in hand, just like spearing it into the ground? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You leap into the superhero landing. Exactly. You leap into the air from thirty feet, and you drive the crystal down. And somewhere in the distance, you you hear uh, what you think is some kid in a green elf costume with a sword go, <laughs> and it slams <laughs> into the ground. And as it slams into the ground, everything starts to get funky again. It's just exactly yeah. No, everything starts to get that strange feeling, just like at the Tarrasque, when you put the the shard into the Tarrasque area. And all of a sudden, these magical beings come zooming towards the group. So now that we've just had a long rest, what would you guys like to do? Roll initiative or hide? Uh, Or flee? Bob, that is a 17 for initiative. (laughs) And this is fighting. All right. I will roll for initiative, and then 17. I will hide on my turn. Okay. 17 also? 17 for me, yeah. Okay. Uh, who's 19 for initiative. Churn or Magnus, do whose initiative is higher? Uh, no. I got a plus 3 to dex. Okay. I got plus 0. Alright. Uh, Scramble's got an 18 for dex. Nice. Man, we are all clumped at the high end. We were ready. We were ready this time. Except for Bob with a 6. <laughs> I was still I'm still watching Danderman doing this this hero pose. Okay, but what is your cry of power as you jump from the top? What was that say? What what do you cry out as you you know jump off the thing with the thing? <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, cannonball! <laughs> <laughs> I should also mention I have that uh, slow fall monk feature, so I probably wouldn't take in any damage whatsoever from jumping from that high. <laughs> you just jump off and slam it into the ground, and you just kind of slowly float. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's like a moment where the action slows down and something's happening, but it's really just Andrew slowing down. <laughs> I've got this like awkward smile on my face, just looking up at everyone on the cloud, like, ah. Oh, that's great. Alright, you slam it into the ground, and like I said, these magical creatures come uh, hurtling towards you guys and attack. Same ones as before. Same exact same type that you are able to, as far as you know, at least. And there are. Four of them. Oh, damn. Alright, so initiative order will go Danderbin, Scrambles, Magnus, Cherno, the enemy, and Bob. I'll take the one on the left, you take the one on the right, I'll take the one in the middle, and I'll take the one in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> take whichever one is closest to you, my man. Alright. So be close to be affected. It makes sense that Danderbin, you go first, because uh, you're right down there anyway. So what would you like to do as you're uh, thir- 30 feet from the nearest source of help? Uh, I'm gonna... Are they, like, in melee with me currently? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that they all fell within. They're about 40 feet away from me. Okay. I will then throw one of the acid vials at one of them in the sling. Fantastic. Uh, which would be with disadvantage because they're just out of range. Yeah. Uh, it's only a six to hit. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a eight to hit. 
Alright, the vial goes hurtling towards it, slams into the ground right in front of it, breaking on the ground. Okay, I toss some caltrops on the ground between me and them. Okay, about how far in front of you? Five foot or further? Yeah, just five feet in front of me. Okay. Alright, Scrambles, it is your turn. I'm going to bonus action hide. Roll for self. Okay. And actually, I would say since you're still up in the cloud, you don't even have to roll to hide because they don't see you right now. Alright, well, either way, it was a uh, 22. Awesome. So, he's a stealthy boy, and I'm going to jump down off the cloud and come up next to Danderbin. Alright. So then you just uh, waiting for him there? Are you going to do any kind of ranged attack? No, I'm just being stealthy, biding my time. Awesome. You are hiding behind Andrewman. <laughs> <laughs> a six foot three tabaxi hiding behind a two foot eight knuckle. Alright. Magnus, it is your turn. Was one of them was closest to me? Uh, they're all about 40 feet, and you're 30 feet in the air, about 40 feet away from where Danderman landed below you, so 50, 60 feet-ish, depending on how you want to jump. I am going to jump, and since I can't do anything else while I'm doing it, um, we're just going to go ahead and, and utilize my, my blade board canter upon my glaive in case, and, and, and yell insulting things at them to make them feel threatened by me. That's my job. Awesome. So then you're jumping off the top and landing and then doing that? Yep. Well, as bad, I mean, but, so when I land, I'll be... I won't be close enough to attack any of them. Well, no, they're 40 feet away. So, but you could try to angle your jump or steer the cloud towards them. Now I'm jumping off, and I'm going to land as close as I can get, which... Yeah, and just... Your end has arrived! Alright, I'll say that you could land about 20 feet away from him with the angle and the running jump and that kind of thing off the cloud. You can be about 20 feet away. So that will be 20 feet away in Blade Ward and talk to them. Alright. So then, uh, we move on to Cherto. Yay, Canadian Hobbit joined the server! <laughs> Thank you, Hobbit. Um, I am going to say... We're going to do another vicious mockery, because we found psychic damage was very effective last time. Awesome. And... Ooh, what would Cherno say? The last of you weren't effective, you are going to fall below his great might anyways. And that will be the mockery. Okay. It's not much, but it's the best I have. Yeah, it worked. Uh, that is a failed wisdom save. Hey, God, you roll for that and not I. Yeah. You saw nothing. <laughs> I saw I saw a two that had no zero with it. Yeah. On that note, that's uh, two damage. <laughs> All right. Two points of damage, but disadvantage on the next hit. Yep. Or next attack. And I'll see whichever one is leading the charge. All right. <laughs> Which is a good thing because that first one leads the charge straight into Magnus. It's going to go ahead and Eldritch Blast you, basically. Uh, one of those definitely hits. Uh, the next highest one is a 16. 16 does not hit. Alright, so then one hits and deals to you. Where did you go? No, that was at disadvantage. Oh, the first one should be at disadvantage. That's right. So then that one didn't hit. Um, so then let me just re-roll. Then none of those would end up hitting. 
So all of them rocket past <laughs> My taunt was not, not great, but it was effective. <laughs> However, comma, the next three circle up and didn't say hi. Mr. Green. <laughs> oh, do we have another person join the server? Who is Mr. Green? However, comma. Uh, from high school? Oh, yeah, Mr. Green, yeah. Oh, okay. no, Gotcha, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm missing something. The same high school. Yeah. I get that reference. Yep. I do it too. Alright, so then, uh, one of those will hit you. One of, uh, 17? Does not hit. Okay, oh yeah, 18, that's right. So then, two hits. Just two hits out of all of those Eldritch Blasts. So then that is 9 and 4. So 13 total points of Eldritch Blast damage. 13? And they then uh, uh, basically encircle you. It is now Bob's turn, and Bob is going to jump from the cloud and get as close to Cherno as he can, and as he does, he's going to scream out, He's going to kick your ass! <laughs> so you can add 3d6 to the next time one of those guys gets damaged. <laughs> Dandy, it is your turn. They are 20 feet ahead of you past the, uh, uh, past the Caltrops. Okay, I will run five feet to the left and then 25 <laughs> feet straight forward, or 20 feet straight forward, awesome. and I will begin attacking their knees as it's a tried and true <laughs> tactic. Four more knees to hit you. Uh, yeah, with a, a 12 to hit. Oh, not quite. Very close, though. It's going from okay, two I'll knees to one knee. If it's the one that's right up against Cherno, you'd have uh, flanking on that one. Wait, there's one. Oh, okay. Oh, no, uh, I guess we'll say that them around Cherno technically. So, so advantage. Yeah. Yep. Uh, thirteen to hit. One better. That is exactly what you needed to make it. Oh, take this knee. Uh, five points of damage. Awesome. And then I'll spend a key point to make two stops on their toes. Fantastic. A 21 and a 12. Yes, one hit. Uh, eight points of stomping toe damage. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Now going to have an internal toenail problem. I'm calling that stomping damage. <laughs> stomping <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> Alright. We ah. then move on to scrambling. Watch out! Watch out! Okay, um, so I'm gonna move up to, to the one that Danderbin is attacking. I'm gonna do a sneak attack. I'll move around to flank. Yeah, you'd have advantage, so. Okay. Uh, 14? Yep, that's more than what you need. Okay. Nice. So that's going to be a um, 11, 5, 16 piercing damage. Fantastic. And then, um, yeah, for my bonus action, I'm going to shoot with the hand crossbow. Awesome. Uh, that's going to be a 23. Alright. D6 plus 5, that's another 9 damage on it, piercing. Okay. Not too shabby at all. It is uh, below bloody death at this point. By just a little ways. Alright, we then move on to Magnus. Alright. As best I can, I will attempt to... 
It's consistent. It's consistent. Oh, my wife. That is um, a 23 to hit. Fantastic. So we got... Um, I will roll the d6s separately because I'm going to have to roll them twice. I'm going to take those. Yeah, I would. For 13 plus the awesome. Yeah, so 24. And that brings that other one down to below bloodied. And we're going to uh, just... Just because I'm feeling groggy, we're going to use our action search because I squander it. What was it? What? 14 to hit. Oh, from my All angle, right. it looked like that duplicate not once. I'm like, so is that a crit fail or a crit success? It's technically a crit success. <laughs> it is technically. That is what's wonderful about about that, that feature is I rolled two net ones, but because they were both ones. With two ones, you still managed to win. No joke. That is going to be another... 16 points of slashing damage to him. Fantastic. It is barely holding on at this point. Alright, Cherno, it is your turn. There's the one that Danderbin and um, uh, Scrambles is attacking uh, that is just below bloodied, and there's the one that Magnus just got done beating up that is almost dead. Um, how did they end up beside me? Cherno's very worried about this. He's Every time bad guys actually get near him, he does not do well. Uh, <laughs> and they know this. Maybe because might. Bob knows this. Yes. I know this because Tyler knows this. Sorry, Fight Club reference. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't know who Tyler is, so this is now bigger questions for me. Um, <laughs> the real brains behind the operations. Right, I've actually, I actually, I am going to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay, not a bad idea. <laughs> because, oh, and cast it at first or second level. Is there advantage to second level on this one? I don't think so. Uh, oh, I can't anyway, so yeah, cast it at first level. Okay. Oh, spell slot, pack slot, uh, spell slot, chest. Oh. Why is it sick? I just don't know how to use this. Uh, yes, I'm going to cast Shields. Shield of Faith. Awesome. Yeah, you technically have two different sets of spell slots because of pack casting. Ah, that's why. So I think I accidentally cast spell slot. I'm not doing this wrong. Yeah, just click that. I think I didn't reset my... I think I've been clicking away my spell slots instead of giving them to myself. Gotcha. Anyways, I have a spell slot for it, so yeah. Um, so you have the plus two to AC and uh, plus two bonus to AC. Okay, that is all. All right. We then move on to the four of them. Uh, the one that is super super damaged. Um, let's see, Bob. He just shouted. He didn't actually get near. Uh, Cherno is a little ways away. So the one really damaged one is going to break away from Magnus, so Magnus and um, Scrambles will both get an opportunity attack at it as it rushes towards Cherno. Was that good. the one named me as well? Yes, you would be near it as well, Danderman. Uh, that's a to hit. Okay, that'll hit. Do we have advantage? I intend to hit as well. Okay, yep. You have advantage. Alright, sneak attack. Yeah, not at 20. And that will be 10 points of damage for me. 5 points of damage. Uh, 15 piercing from Scrimp. Alright, as you guys, with slash, stab, and punch, it dissipates into all of its component magical bits. And everybody regains, oh, uh, whoever has spell slots, uh, go ahead and roll the uh, arcana check. 
If it's 15 or higher, you regain a spell slot. Just rolled to 15, so you I regain one spell slot. Yep. Look at the spell slot back. Alright. Man, Kyle is really wishing he had come on this. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Alright. And then uh, the other one is going to attack uh, Magnus once again. Ooh, that's a crit. Count on that one. Okay. Ooh. Nice. Alright. Can I spend three dollars to give you disadvantage on the roll? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That is now a four. Crit down to a four. You're right here. Uh-huh. Fantastic. The one still here, but it's not a crit. Uh, that's five points of blasty damage to um, uh, Magnus. And then I'm going to go ahead, and since the other two have yet to take damage, we're going to roll to see who they go after. Six, so all the way around one, so that's going to be Cherno. And then six again. Cherno gets the twice! With my AC of 13. It's your glowing shield. Dang it. What about AC? <laughs> one crit. Oh. One hit. <laughs> you should have got. Did you get wait, crit wait, protection? Bob? Did you get crit protection for your no. player perks? Oh. I got six charges of those. But with your plus two, it's only a single crit and a single hit. The other four Ooh, shots missed. <laughs> And I rolled five points for the uh, crit. Or no, wait, we're doing that differently. So five points for the uh, normal one, and then for the crit, it's automatically ten plus one, so eleven okay. on the crit. Can I use one of my charges of crit protection for Cherno? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right, then I turned it into a normal hit. hit, and I rolled a one, so uh, one, not eleven on that second. So just just one? Just yes. one. Joys of Elders Blast, no modifiers. Just, just gonna thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> right. So, um, let's see, and that is all of them. So then we move back on to Bob, uh, who is finally going to jump down and trying to copy Danderman. He's going to jump down Glaive first and see if he can stabby stabby. <laughs> oh god. That one! That one! Oh no. And Bob tries to go down the glaive pointy bit first. It stabs into the ground, and now he can't pull it out. It's stuck. <laughs> that is so much better than it could have been. Talk to me after we're done with all of this. <laughs> pull it out. <laughs> Bob, has, uh, Bob hangs his head in shame. We are now on to Danderbin's turn. There is one extremely damaged one, uh, and there are two full health ones. Oh, what is my dog's just barking here, sorry. Uh, I am going to go after one of the full health ones. And I'm going to... I'll just strike it with my club for uh, 24 to hit. Yes, very much so. And 8 points of damage. Alright. And then for a bonus action, I will strike it once with an unarmed strike. Nice. For a 16 to hit. Yes. And five more points of damage. Fantastic. It is definitely not enjoying having its knee pummeled into little bits. We should only have one knee left. Yeah, yeah. No, it only had one to start with. Yeah, for some reason I made all these creatures just have a single knee just to piss people off. <laughs> Alright, we're on then to Scrambles. Alright, Scrambles. 
comes up with his rapier aiming for the knee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can do a sneak attack. He advantage. That's going to be a 26. Yep, that'll hit. Not the best. So that's 7 plus 5, 12. Piercing damage to the knee. Alright. What's the enemy in who is such a tall piercing damage to the knee? No joke. <laughs> well, you have to take a crossbow bolt to the knee. <laughs> Well, maybe not. Uh, 16? That'll hit. Okay. 10 piercing damage to the knee. Alright, the two damaged ones are now equal in health, and there is a single full health one remaining. Magnus. So, I'm actually going to take some inspiration from Danderbin myself, but I'm not going for the knee. <laughs> I'm going to whip my glaive around and uh, um, go for whatever dangly bits these things may or may not have. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Guys are so mean. You gotta find dirty to win. Yeah, no joke. Not 20. That's a crap. <laughs> you gotta be in magic balls. So that's going to be, uh... Where did I put those? Oh, and for those at home, the crit roll here is one die counts as max damage, and the second one you roll. Yeah, thank you. No worries. Just and it's all dice, so if there's anything added onto that, smites or whatever, it's same thing. Max plus one roll. Tight. So, that's why I do it to you, though. Because, yeah. like, normal so, D&D rules, like, you could roll the double die. And the only ones. Yeah, and you could just get, like, the lowest number, and then, like, what did you do? It happens. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be, uh... Double max. Double nice. max. So that's going to be 27. Oh, shit. Injured one or full health? Injured one. 27 to his huevos. Alright, yes. The magic balls then disperse and it clinches over and falls to the ground and dissipates. Anybody that wants to do the arcana trick can regain a spell slot. I pull now, so I'm good. Alright, yep, Bob's good too. Alright, we then move on to. Churro! I just don't uh, do that, I just go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. <laughs> I would 100% do the same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Let's apologize to him. Cherno, it is your turn. There are two remaining. One yeah. half the vicious mockery that I have to go for it. Balls, that really sucks. I think you're next. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 oh, um. Oh no, that one's you roll. I don't roll because oh yes, yeah, vicious mockery. Duh. That's an eighteen though. Yep. I, does it just not work then, or is yep. it just doesn't do anything? Uh, yeah. Who wants to eat or take damage at? Okay. Well, that was ineffective, but totally worth it. it it's currently clutching too and bending over, so it's in here. Um, you know, like, feeling that sympathetic link between all of them. Yeah, that's fair. Alright, there are two remaining, and I think it's obvious who's going to get attacked from this one after that vicious assault. One hit, two hit. Uh, double that twenties. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a minimum of uh, twenty-six. Minimum. We're just gonna take a picture of that. Worth it, guys. Um, I do have advantage on death saves, so I'm fine. Awesome. All right, then. Make it all story. 
If he rolls anything more than one on any of these dice, I'm down. Yeah, it starts off with 26, so if I roll... Yeah, that's already you're down. <laughs> I'm just like leaning on my glaive and I fall and I'm like, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but realistically, I think anybody that was watching would be like, yeah, he kind of deserved that one. <laughs> All right. So then um, we move on to Bob. Bob shouts out, no! And gives up on his glaive to cast, see, I have got Cure Wounds. I am curing thy wounds. Here, one second. Came out of this live photo, so I have to actually slow it down. Gotcha. Uh, that is seven points of healing that you receive, Magnus. Oh, yay! <laughs> Not much, but no. Get you back up. Uh, and then Bobby's going to go back to trying to get his glaive out of the ground. <laughs> Dandy, it is your turn. All right. Uh, is there just the one? No, there's two remaining. Two now, remaining. Isn't there? One hasn't been touched. The other one is just below blood. The one that messed up Magnus, so I'm going to go over there and uh, I'm going to running headbutt it from behind in the backside. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> headbutt his butt. Headbutt his butt. Yeah. <laughs> a nine to hit. <laughs> Not quite enough. The one knee kind of leaps over the top of you as you go right underneath. Damn. <laughs> that one knee. Uh, flurry of blows. I'm just going to stand there headbutting at its ass. Uh, 15 and a 24. Both of them hit. You curiously headbutt this creature. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, 12 points of damage on Not too shabby. It is officially taken damage, so they are both injured. We then move on to scramble. <laughs> How far away is Magnus and Shred? Uh, you guys would all be within kind of the same 10, 15 foot cube. He's going to come right through my pockets. <laughs> I'm going to bonus action hide. Okay. Roll for stealth. Uh, 27. Yep. Once again, you duck behind Danderman. Okay. And then I get down on all fours and I trot over to Magnus and take out my potion of healing. And then I just shove it down your throat. 2d4 plus 2. Is it one of the sketchy ones? Ooh, is it real or sketchy? No, it's good. The real one. It's the real one. Right. Oh, come on. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a sketchy one. I have a sketchy one. Oh, that is max recovery. That is nice. 10 points back to me. Fantastic. Yay! I'm almost back up to half. Fantastic. Back. Nice. He just reaches in my pocket and grabs the gold for another. <laughs> I'm not a thief, I'm a rogue. That, that, that's different. Didn't we have that conversation with 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 Virgil during the? Uh, uh, I think so. During the Toronto game with with uh, Tracy. <laughs> yeah, because he's a rogue. That was, he's a rogue, but I'm not a thief. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Magnus, it is now your turn. So I'm just gonna. Take, I'm not even going to bother standing up just because. Yeah. And I'm going to take my uh, my clave and spin it around and just up at the guy's throat. Fantastic. With the, the, the blunt end of the... The one that Danderman's head buddy or the other one? Um, we'll take him high and low. Okay. Um, 23 to hit. Yes. I am rolling phenomenally for damage. That is another 16 points... Oh, just what? Right, right, and it's probably hoping it has an Adam's apple. Fantastic, yes. Between the furious headbutting and the throat stab, it is officially now below bloodied. 
Alright, anything as a bonus action? I have no more bonus actions left to me. Okay. Cherdo, it is now up to you. So, both of them are within about five points of each other health-wise. Um, I think I'm just going to... Yeah, just keep up with the vicious mockery. Alright. I need need some sort of mockery. He's an excellent shot, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That jokes. Yep. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm gonna do this every time. For some reason, that was super effective, and he failed. Two damage. Two. Alright, so four, because they're vulnerable. Alright. Now on to the enemies. They are going to each take a shot. Um, Actually, you know what? I'm going to roll because everybody's hurt them except Bob. But five, so one to Bob. Five, two to Bob. They kill the healer. Oh, was somebody down? No. Not yet, but maybe. Because I'm like, I can heal too. I am sorry. No way. I'm going to cleric. Yeah. That's two hits so far for Bob. Three hits for Bob. So. Seven, so 19. Bob's about down to blood. Well, Bobby is down to bloodied. Bloodied Bob. Pretty much. All right. Well, wow, I'm way below that. I didn't realize that. Um, so we are then on to Bob's turn. Bob is like, damn, that hurts. And he chugs a potion. And I do max heal because of my magic things, so that's... Because of my magic Uh That is back up to... Now I'm officially white. On to Danderman. Okay. Uh, I am going to attack the one that Magnus just hurt real bad. I am going to run up and just windmill arms towards it. For two strikes. Uh, natural one, but I'm a halfling. And I keep forgetting this. I have lucky, so I, I re-roll once. And it's a three, so that's so much better. And then as a bonus action, I'll just flail my arm again for 24. Did you do that as advantage, by the way? 24. Oh, yeah, you would have advantage. Oh, okay. Okay, in that case, the first one, I rolled a four. Okay, no. <laughs> and the second one, it hit with 24 for six points of damage. So you'd re-roll all your sneak attack damage and your um, uh, regular damage dice. Perfect. So you're telling me it's a D8 plus 5 plus 2D6. What? Well, this is a sneak like attack? Max damage sneak attack? Yep. And then I re-roll it all? Yes. If you crit on sneak attack, it's... Every uh, dice that you roll okay. gets doubled. Okay. Well, so, yeah. yeah, 12 plus 8, 20 plus 25, plus, and I roll. <laughs> that is going to be 34. You stab it straight into the middle of the creature, give it a flick, and the entire thing dissipates into different bits of magical everything. Now, everybody that wants to can roll the game back to the slot. Mob game just that. 
I gain one back? Yeah. <laughs> I have the power! Alright. <laughs> Are there any more enemies? Yes, there is one more left that one is more? Yep. That okay. is uh, about the same condition as the one you just murdered. Okay. I'm gonna shoot it with my hand drop. Uh twenty-six to hit. Yep, that'll hit. For another eight damage on that one. Fantastic. It is still alive, but not by a whole lot. Magnus, it is your turn. Do your bank or something. Bank or something. Pretty sure I said that right. That's, um, as opposed to a magnum opus. Yeah. Yep. So that is a 24 to hit. Yep. For 15 points of slashing damage. It is down to single digits. It is barely a wisp. Cherno. I don't have an action search to finish oh. it off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make the, the Magnum Opus joke. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> your death is part of his Magnum Opus. <laughs> yep. That is... A fail. <laughs> Long as it's not a one. Oh. Three! Three! It dissipates, right? No doubt after that. It just dissipates. Anybody that needs to can recover one, but I'm wrong. Alright. Everything goes eerily silent as that shard just has that weight and all that magical draw to it. So you guys gave one more source point for unlocking the uh, kingdom uh, uh, Dreadish kingdom. So I thought it was that four. Four. Five. Five. No, yeah. it's five. Yeah. Oh, okay, I five. I must have missed one. I thought I was two. Hey, oh, whatever. So you guys have uh, those five source points now, and you have unlocked access to the Dretish uh, Kingdom. Would you guys like to then enter into the main city, or do you want to continue to zoom around and get all the other ones? Uh, Chad wants to go in, but... Yeah, if we gain access, you might as well go in. Yeah, like a quick run yeah. through and see what's going on. Alright, as you guys are zooming through uh, the Dreadish Kingdom, you go up towards the main city there, and you notice that there are a ton of merchants out there. It, it's like the people that live there are kind of like the merchants district in Port City. Everybody just kind of has their own stall, booth, whatever set up. Their houses are part of the same shop type area, but everybody seems to be almost a merchant. Would you guys stop at any of those booths and stands to take a look at anything, or are you going to just zoom on through without stopping? What's the weirdest thing I can see being sold? Um, Bob's creative things are being challenged right now. <laughs> you see, you see the magical, you see the bobbled testicles of a magical being that you just killed. <laughs> How much for those? Uh, these magic balls are ten gold pieces. Well, is it five? I can't afford that. Five per ball. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Five per ball. Man, if somebody's going to croak it and croak it in here, they will go nuts. <laughs> oh, Alright, so the, the merchant the merchant sensing that he could sell, he said, Yes, yeah, 
that mean reportedly you can use these in love potions and it'll it'll really have a good effect, I promise. Hmm. <laughs> well, tell you what, I'll take it off your hands for ten silver. <laughs> you can roll me a persuasion if you want, but it's going to be a difficult one. <laughs> a 19. A 19. Plus zero. He's like, eh, I haven't been able to sell it anyway. I'll give you one ball. He's like, double or nothing. He's double or nothing. But Danderman, he's willing to play ball with you. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll also give you a piece of chalk <laughs> for the other one. Go for it. I won't say no, but it's got to be higher than an 18. An 8. An 8. Uh, I'm going to hold on to this one. I might be able to get something else for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Here's 10 silver. Okay. So the next time you you can put this into a potion, and that potion will have the charm effect on it. So if somebody drinks that potion that you put this magical ball in, uh, they have to make a wow. DC 18 charisma save, or they are charmed. Trying to figure out how to add magical test magical testicle to my DND Beyond sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Homebrew enable other. Ooh, ooh, even better because of these creatures being made of magic. They're kind of a white and blue, so you've got a blue ball there that you can do that. <laughs> oh. And it's always the only one. Or we call it the potion potion ball truck. Remember, this is for the kids. <laughs> I am Krogan. <laughs> for the kids. Oh, oh Lord. Uh, how many regular healing potions does this guy have? This guy does not have any, but you can see further on down the way that there's another potion dealer that has them there for 55 gold pieces. Each? Each. I'll buy three. Alright. And I will give one to our tabaxi. I'd say thank you. He was his name. Skitters. Skitters. Hey, Magnus. <laughs> Let me just check. <laughs> Don't help him. Scrambles. <laughs> Scurry, scamper, something. Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict. No, I hardly remember my own character's name half the time. And you hang out. And you make them ridiculously challenging. So what was really funny was our last uh, our last big charity stream when I played Shandrasikar. Yeah, I had to write that shit down. Bob had to write yeah, that I don't play Shandrasikar. Are you serious? Bob had to write that one down. How hard? <laughs> What's harder to remember, Shandrasikar or Scrambles? <laughs> Scrambles. Oh, uh, okay. the acronym or two of these syllables. No, it's not syllables. Synonyms for scrambles. It's like all the other words I can use that would sound the, mean the same thing. It's like these scurries. But they're supposed to sound the same, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alright, so... I can't remember the word I'm thinking of. Uh, I've got 233 gold left. Thoris ones. No, that's not where I'm supposed to write these down, but it's just easier. It works. So yeah, you have... I'm going to give you one of my healing potions so that... Okay. I'll grab so you can do that again later. I'll grab one as well. Alright. How much was it? Sorry, 55. Why am I not grabbing any? Turn up. Here, you can have this one, and I'll sort of gesture to the 
sketchy healing potion. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it, and I'm going to add it in D and D Beyond the sketchy healing potion. That's awesome. <laughs> Go ahead, then. Uh, you can make a pers- uh, persuasion check if you want to try to lower the price. Uh, I will. Uh, okay. Uh, just like friend, friend. I. You can see I. I can't get knocked over by a strong wind. Please, please make this a better price for me. Yeah, go ahead and roll if it's 15 or higher. Oh, seven. Thank God. It's not. It's not. Okay. It's not that one. one plus two. It's a great check. Uh, that was persuasion? Persuasion. Technically a, a nine. Oh, seven plus four is eleven. He'll, he'll be like, I'll, I'll lower it to 54 gold pieces for you. I'll just stand behind him. And just go, really? Really? You don't want the bottom at full price. I know I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I didn't try to haggle. Go ahead and make an intimidation check. Really? It's only a seven. 56 then. <laughs> I say we take our business elsewhere. <laughs> I'm just gonna look to the other and be like, oh, please. Just walk away. <laughs> Alright. Potion of Sketch and Healy. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That is the new official name for these. Alright, and note. And I'll just, as we're walking away, I'll just look at them and be like, good day, sir. <laughs> Mixed with Kang or Blood? Yes. And then the description of. Just two d four plus two and plus mutations. Roll a percent. I talk. I am talk to Bob. All right. So you guys, are you gonna do any more shopping while you're there? Are you gonna look around, investigate, or do you want to head on up towards the city of Gateway? Um, this is a very interesting city. Is there any interesting things going on in this interesting city? Uh, this very interesting city has lots of interesting booths in it, but other than that, I'm going to need interesting per- uh, perception checks in order to see what's going on. That's a nine. That's a six. Oh no, yeah. That's a s- an eight. I got a fifteen. Not bad. I forgot that. So you're still bad. That's not worth mentioning. No, so with a fifteen, you kind of notice when they're doing their shopping thing, you just don't really care. You notice that there's not a single critter around here at all. Like, when you were out flying around, <laughs> he's going to take that hand off. <laughs> the ring of animal magnetism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> oh, the great Alright, so you notice that as you were coming up here, you know, you saw that there was the occasional bit of wildlife, not a whole lot because it's kind of a deserty region, but there were like scorpions, there were lizards, or that kind of stuff scurrying around. This place is like 100% devoid of anything that is non-humanoid as far as life. It's got kind of a weird feeling about it. Hey guys, this place has got kind of a weird feeling about it. I just touched the ground. No, not like that. Oh... Don't you notice how there's, like, nothing else here living? I've seen some weird stuff. That you keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have an entirely different episode where he just talks about the weird stuff he's seen. <laughs> I, think that, I think, Bob, I think that's another long rest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is right. We did do an interview with Magnus in the uh, A Long Rest. You can find that on the website under our shows, A Long Rest. There's actually an entire interview about Magnus Orion. Alright, so go ahead and anybody that wants to, get me an arcana or an animal handling check. Oh, animal handling, arcana. Yeah, that's a 12. 15 animal handling. 21 arcana. 
Not worth mentioning. Okay, that's those of a five. <laughs> okay. With the arcana check and a little bit with the animal handling check they're bringing, um, it's like there's a repelling type spell about this area. Like it, it's almost you could if you go out to the outskirts of town, you can see the animals approach and then just kind of turn around and walk away. So there's a, a zone of don't be here. As far as the creatures are concerned. Why? You there, young boy wearing that weird hat. Hey, how come no animals are in the city? Oh, well that's because we don't like having animals in this area. Pests are a really bad thing. We don't want any of that. Thank you for telling me that, young boy with weird hat. <laughs> it's a terribly horrible chance. Nope, I believe him. <laughs> I will try and do an insight as well. Um, that's kind of questionable. I love it. Okay, you're pretty sure there's a pretty decent amount of truth to what he said, but you think there's something that goes a little bit further than that. Hmm. You know, you've been here long enough, Scrambles, that you're just, you kind of want to move on. This place is really making you uncomfortable. That's racist. (laughs) You guys, I... We've been here long enough. This place is making me want to move on. Ganderman, your bag of tricks, all of a sudden, one of the squirrels jumps out of the bag and runs like hell to get out of the town. Scramble, scrambles after the squirrel. <laughs> scramble, scrambles after the squirrel. Okay. Acrobatics. That's an L one. The sand. Yeah, the sand. You just go to jump and you don't have the traction and it zips away. <laughs> Alright. Um. Yeah, Charles would be like, alright, something is very strange here. Can I do another can I roll the or perception or something to try to figure out the origin of this? Like where yeah, it's emanating no from? What would you like me to roll? Uh, Arcana, uh, probably to sense where it's at, or perception. No, no, don't keep rolling with that. Um, well, Arcana was a eight. You're pretty sure that it's coming from the tents themselves. Every tent has this, like, radius type feel to it. So Trevor's gonna get a really dumb smile on his face and go this feeling that's keeping the animals away? Yeah, it's uh, intense. (laughs) (laughs) See you later. It's been good. It's a good play, guys. Ow! We've got like 16 hours left. Only 18 and 45 minutes. Yeah. All day. <laughs> 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 you can't believe every bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot. I, 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 I am responsible for many as well. But that doesn't mean that they don't hurt. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have psychic damage. Everything's supposed to hurt. That's why they're bad. No joke. Did you take. Does anybody have devil sight, true sight, anything like that? I have so many ways to read all of the text. I have, dark vision. I have superior dark vision. <laughs> and I wish I was Klein because I have heat vision. Okay. Go ahead and actually, Danderbin, roll your nature check or animal handling check with a 15 earlier. So you, you notice that some of these people, the merchants that you've been talking to, have weird, like, cups of fur underneath their clothing. They have very voluminous clothing, very baggy clothing, and they've got wraps all around. Uh, kind of like what uh, uh, 
um, Magnus has. As far as the wrap and the cloak and that kind of stuff, they're all very covered up, but just kind of their eyes showing, and they have kind of a yellowy glow to their eye, and they've got tufts of fur that stick out every once in a while. Oh, wait a minute. I walk up to one of them. Hey, you. With the face. <laughs> hey, you with the wings. <laughs> I see that you've got a little hairy problem under there. <laughs> okay, and but they're like, oh, well, uh, no, you know, some people just have more body hair than others. We, we don't get good razors out here. It's hard to keep that taken care of. There's this lady in Port City that does my back usually. You should go and see her. <laughs> oh, that, that's great. I'll make sure to stop there next time I'm in Port City. Oh, All right, have a good day. <laughs> While you're talking, go ahead and roll me an investigation check. Oh, wow, horrible. Uh, four. Okay, they kind of kept their mouth a little bit covered, so you couldn't really. It was their speech was a little bit muffled, and and so it was a bit weird to communicate with them. But you could definitely tell you were kind of getting under their skin a little bit. They were getting kind of annoyed with the questions. Okay, huh. I'll just sort of as I get to the edge of the tent, kind of turn around and be like, "Bye." <laughs> so does my. Because I have the book, and because now I have that lovely Eyes of the Runekeeper, do I see something to read? Nothing really to read other than the normal ledgers that a business would keep, and uh, filing reports and that kind of stuff, but if you were to actually like try to dig through some of the possessions, you might find something. I think you should find something very interesting. I have the investigatory skills of a mushroom. Well, I happen to have... The second, uh, when making a charisma-based roll that involves you speaking directly to a person or group, you may choose to automatically gain a 20 result, regardless of who you make it against, due to this channeling ability. So this is the prosaic flow, part of the homebrew uh, ca- candlekeep library patron option. Awesome. And yes, the prosaic flow, starting at first level, with the bountiful flow of fictitious texts, scrolls, and sagas. At the library's disposal can flow through you. The plethora of examples you have to choose from mean that, despite your bookishness, you may speak, if required, with the sagacity of an archmage or the freshness of an orc warlord. Yeah, so we're making a charisma-based rule that involves speaking directly, and as I said, awesome. So, Charles going to be like, yeah, I've had enough of this. Alright. Time to come clean. What's going on? We know there's something going on. There's this aura coming off the tents. It's quite intense. Tell me the truth. <laughs> he kind of looks outside just a little bit, sees that it's starting to get dark outside. He says, stick around for a few more hours and you might find out. Alright. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm having a party. <laughs> Whatever it is. Okay. You keep saying that. <laughs> you, you, you see that many of the younger kids, and not that you've seen a ton of kids, but you see that many of the younger uh, people there and some of the other outside traveler type people all start heading towards inns as soon as it gets dark. They get inside and behind cover, 
Um, and most of the adults and whatnot try to go back to their own tents, but they don't, they, like, nobody's in the street once it starts to move up. Guys, I think we should go into one of these tents or inns. I can see just fine, so I'd probably just go to like, um, I'll stand the entrance. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. This is like, uh, morning time for me. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, head outside and use my hat of disguise to turn into a child of, like, a native child of the area. Same sort of clothing and everything that they're wearing. This this confirms about half of Seth's uh, worries about you being a child. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So yes, you are able to um, transform, and you're pretty darn convincing. And all of a sudden, like an adult, like not seeing you transform, but the second you walk into the street, one of the adults in the inn says, "No, get inside, child. What are you doing? That's dangerous. You know this. I'm just a dumb little kid." <laughs> Well, obviously you're a dumb child if you're out in the street. If you stay out there, you can be attacked. Get behind the wards of the tents. I don't... What, what is going to attack me? I feel safe out here. <laughs> you know the curse of... Trying to impersonate... Dan Debian impersonating a child is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> You know the curse of the village. It could be anybody in here. Get behind the wards. They won't come past the wards. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks. Bye. I'll walk into the tent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is right. <laughs> All right. Are you guys going to hunger down? The guy that currently, because you're still in that shop's tent, or are you going to go to one of the inns? He's set. Little buddy just outside the wall radius. All right. So then, uh, would you would you stay in his tent, or are you going to go to one of the uh, inns or one of the communal tents? I'll stay where, wherever wherever they won't get mad at me for standing. All right. He he. The shopkeeper kind of looks outside and is like, "If you're not going to buy something, I suggest you head to one of the communal tents, one of the inns, as soon as you're able to." I bought something from you, good sir. If you're not going to continue to buy. <laughs> You're about to buy a fist across the face. I can't keep holding this back. And fur starts ripping out <laughs> from his arms. Man, he really needs to go to see my lady. <laughs> <laughs> the moon starts cresting on the horizon as night begins to fall. Hey, guys. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> but. <laughs> weird to say. <laughs> of course. You not- keep saying that. <laughs> oh, Bob's still here. Bob's like, that's a werewolf. We need to go. <laughs> Wolf. Where? Werewolf. Jesus. <laughs> werewolf. I, I'm gonna pass a little child to say, come with me to the inn. To, to okay. the werewolf? Bob, Bob didn't see you transform, so he's like, okay, I will follow you, little child. That's it. I'm a dumb little child. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Alright, so the Xander bit, you're in tune in. Yep. Alright, I'm gonna follow. And nobody's okay. Or the end, I have a uh, wooden box we can stay in. I'm staring down this wolf. Like, I've seen uglier wolves than you. Hey, man, I don't know, but that's a thing. It's not bad. I just point at the, I just kind of look at my, uh, my cloak. 
Yeah, he's not worse than you. <laughs> no, you see, the, this cloak that I'm wearing came from an uglier wolf than you. Okay. And with that, the fur continues to sprout, the moon continues to rise, and you start to see hearing howls and yowling pain noises all around you as all of these different tents start to radiate with this. I don't like this, man. Uh-oh. Okay, Bob, Bob would say to the little kid, I'm sorry I can't follow you, but my friend I don't think is going to leave. I better go back and help. Uh, and I'll hang out. This dude, I roll for self. Someone needs to, someone needs to put a stop to this. Okay. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative as fur bursts from this individual. I rolled for self before initiative. Yes. That is a 19. Not bad. Yeah, he is 100% distracted by fur bursting out of him. 16. <laughs> 15? Okay. 16. 16? 11. Uh, my initiative is 18. Okay. 15 initiative. Awesome. What was yours? Turn on 11? Yeah. And yours was 15 grams? No, I had 18. 18, that's right. Yep. Alright, and then the werewolf. 17. Wolf where? Jesus. There. Yeah, wolf. exactly. There wolf. Where and there lies the werewolf. Uh, let me grab my Alright, <clears throat> so we are going to start off with Scrambles, who is currently hiding. There is a werewolf now standing in front of you, and he does not look like a pushover at all. Well, if he's standing in front of me, I'm going to go around to the backside of him. Um, just a second. Let's start playing. Alright. <laughs> all the loot comments. Jesus. <laughs> What is happening? It's just making out of certain comments. <laughs> Alright, no, I'm, I'm gonna tiptoe my way around to the opposite side. And I'm gonna do my old sneak attack. Alright. Do I have advantage? Are you within... Might be. Um, you have been standing right there. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like nose to nose with this guy. Okay, yeah, then I'm the exact opposite. He's a brown nose attack. That's going to be a 21. Very much a last check. 8, 10, 15, plus 5, 20 damage with the rapier. Yep. Two seconds, folks, I'll be right back. The shot like a mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that. One of the joys of salary is whenever the alarms go off, I'm required to go check out to see what they are. It's never anything more than a spider or a bat, but so it goes. All right. So uh, you just did 11 points of damage, I believe, to um, the Wutzy Bates. Um, yep. And I need to. No, it was. It was. You haven't done your crossbow attack. Yet. It was 15. No. It was... Yeah, with my sneak attack, it was 20 damage, and I still need to roll my bonus attack with the crossbow. Awesome. And that's going to be a 24 to hit. 24, that definitely hits. Two, six plus five, another eight. All right. And that brings it down significantly. We then move on to the werewolf. The werewolf is going to go ahead and bite the only one that has so far attacked. 
cats and dogs, man. I play cats and dogs. I told you to stay away from One bite and one claw. So claw is an 8 plus 4 for 12, so that doesn't hit. No. That's an 18 uh, plus 4 for 22. For the bite. On the bite. Uh, yep, you're going to need to give me a constitution saving throw, but also uh, you took 6 points of piercing damage. Okay. He's going to become a werewolf cat. <laughs> cat dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, that's not that point. Okay, good, you're safe. Oh. Oof. Alright, we then move on to Magnus. I want Dendermint to be a werewolf lizard. <laughs> Where did the lizard come from? His scales from a mutation. They're gone. Nope, no, it's not in the perfect. No, they were permanent. Drink the blood that's right. Yep. That's the lizard here. Oh, I crit a werewolf. Go ahead and roll, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to matter. So that's going to be 10 plus 7 plus 7 is 24 points of slashing damage. He boom, boom, goes down to his knees. He's like, please, don't. You know what? Okay, so he's, is he dead? He's still alive. He's just pleading for his life at this point. And you hear the resounding echoes of all these other werewolves that are now heading towards that tent. And I say, give me one good reason why I shouldn't. This whole land is cursed. Everyone here is this way. Every dog has its Literally, we've come into their house and we're killing them where they fit in. They attacked us first. No, they didn't. He kept telling you to leave. I'm sure that they did. If I walk into your house and you say no, and I just stay there, yeah, but that's effectively what has happened. We walked into his tent, he said go away, we said no, he said go away, we said no, and now he attacks, and now we're killing him. Oh, shit. This Gangor's blood. The original inhabitants infected us all. Gangor's blood. And no one's tried to stop it. We can't. You drink the water here, you eat the food here, eventually you become infected. Uh, what happens if you uh, drink up the blood of Kangor? All sorts of things. For those of our descendants, this is what happens. Do you want them? Is that a persuasion? You have undistilled blood. Uh, Thunderman. Give it! Never mind. Talk about Dead or 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 Dead it's what? It's more than six. Boom, unconscious to the ground. However, unlike a standard werewolf, he doesn't revert to the human form. I'm not sure. I just wanted to knock him out so that we can get a clearer yes. run out. He falls unconscious completely. And I just yell at everyone, get now! And I'm going to testify our illusion of his voice and say, run! Okay, you guys take off hauling ass towards the end. Do you guys have any idea where that is? Not at the end. Freaking blue. I'm looking for your survival. I, I got this. I got this. I do not. I don't got that this. That is a 10. That's a 12. 
<laughs> Between all of you, when you were screaming Danderbin, you're pretty sure you heard his voice off towards the other end of town, so you guys take hauling ass, take off hauling ass down that street. As you do so, furry figures start ripping out of every single tent that you see around you. I'm gonna try to cast a persuasion of that guy's voice saying stay away from them. Alright, we're gonna go ahead and start the skill challenge with that. We need five correct before three incorrect. Persuasion I, I do have a fail save. If all else goes bad. Uh, Six pounds of bombs. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen, alright, that is enough. You shout and the lead werewolf isn't quite 100% transformed yet and kind of stops realizing that you're trying to run for safety and intentionally like trips to ground themselves to give you an extra bit of a run. So you're getting much closer to the end. Where would you go? Who would like to do the next skill challenge? I got it. I'm going to roll a survival check and um, just try and like kick some dirt up behind us as we're running away to kind of cover our tracks. It's nighttime, right? Yes. yes. Are they close enough to like see us running? Or in all the confusion, yeah, in all the confusion, there are literally hundreds, not hundreds, but there are dozens of werewolves all tearing through, so trying to pick one person out would be difficult, but since you don't have claws, the footprints would show. Okay. I'm going to try and, like, just cover our tracks with my tail as we're running away. Awesome. Okay, yeah, that's a 23. Yes, that very easily makes it. You're covering the tracks, completely scattering them. Brayden, you're pretty sure you hear your friends start running that direction, but you're not 100% sure. Bob's got the post, so he's got nothing. You guys! I am going You guys! It's me! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this child sounds just like Anderman! <laughs> I'm going to, uh... Bob, can I do, do an athletics to kind of try to throw some barrels and stuff in our path as we're running? Yeah. Kind of try to slow them down? Yeah, these are all shops and tents, so you see a guy that's got a whole bunch of empty casks of wine. No, it has to be cabbages. That is a 23. Alright, you start throwing masses of cabbages at all of the werewolves, and uh, they, they stop, you know, because that is the one weakness other than silver. <laughs> <laughs> and werewolves have And uh, slows them further. We need two more successes. You have zero failures so far. Bob, um, what are you going to do? Bob's in the end chilling with this kid that sounds exactly like Danderman. I thought he ditched him to go back. Yeah, but then we, I ended up on the call. I'm screaming at the door. Yes, he's it. Yeah, no, so if you're screaming, go ahead. One of you can roll a perception check with advantage to hear where he's at. Um, I'm just, I'm, I just so that we succeed, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> what do you My have? perception isn't the best. Mine's a nine, I, I got a minus one. Plus one. You do have a bit. Apparently my perception is the best. <laughs> <laughs> None that 20. Alright, yes, you hear exactly where Danderbin's voice is coming from, and Bob's exclamation of surprise finding out that it's actually Danderbin. Okay, I turn to these two. <laughs> like, they're over there. You guys go on ahead. I will lead them off our trail. And then I cut down an alleyway. I run to a uh, trash bin, and I pee on it. And then I roll for stealth, and then I climb up on top of the roof. Alright, go for it. 16. Top. 16? 16. You you managed to not wet yourself, you know, you got all that thing. Well, no, care. I know what I'm saying. So then you climb down right down up the top. Exactly. You know, yeah. like I, I spray the house. Exactly. You know, I got my scent. And, and then I just scamper up. 
Okay, and that would have been five successes, but if you want to do one more, you can do one sure. more. Is there any lanes in the area? Yeah, yeah, there would be torches and stuff like that in the uh, streets kind of serving as light. So, I have control flames until I possibly lose it for the other thing. <laughs> um, but you can double or half the area of bright light and dim light cast by a flame. Changes color or both. The last for one hour. Or I can cause simple shapes to show up. Okay. So I think I'm going to have the flames change to blue and then dim. Okay. If that works for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's instantaneous. Uh, it's just a transmutation there. Oh, because it doesn't affect people. I don't roll for anything. It just happens. Yep, it just happens. So then you cast that. The, the light dims. The blue flame really kind of surprises them. And not sure what's going on, knowing that something is happening. They avoid that area instinctively. instinctively. They cut down an alley where they smell cat piss. And so one at a time, the entire town lights <laughs> up to mark that same side of the house. Uh, a single file, you know. And you guys are able to easily escape into the inn. You get into the inn, and you guys are, you see that there's another adult type person there, but clearly they aren't, you know, of the bloodline from here and there, traveler kind of a thing. Uh, and uh, the individual comes up and he says, you guys are really lucky you got here. Uh, this this whole place is warded. That's why all those tents have that, that aversion thing about them. It, it helps keep the werewolves from coming into each other's tents, and, and so children and people can hide. And these are the most powerful ones. Can the cat person go in those? He doesn't, you don't like it, but it isn't a 100% aversion to you. Just curious. Like, it's a tight space or what? No, you just don't really like the feeling of being here. It's just weird. It's, you just got... You're walking into a mosquito repellent. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's not something about this place. You just don't really like it. Um, since you're still more humanoid than a werewolf is, you're going to roll a survival check to figure out why I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Survival or arcana, I would take either. Survival, definitely. I, I know nothing about <laughs> magic, you know, so it's all survival, like smelling, hearing, you know, my feral they, senses. They, they covered this place in moose. <laughs> oh, no. You're still laughing your ass off about those dogs all stupidly lining up to pick up his where you just did. So you're just like, oh, I know I know what I'm going to do, but this they, is funny. And they don't call me a scramble for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So the owner of the inn, or the person that's here, said, you know, if you guys want to try and get out, you can probably hurry and make it, but if you guys wait more than a couple hours, it isn't going to happen. You're going to be stuck here till morning. Does this place have roof access? Oh, yeah, it does. This, it, this would be one of the few physical buildings in the area. Those tents don't have a strong enough ward to keep people out, but the wooden structure has enough mass to actually repel stuff. You want to go up to the roof and hop along the roof? Yeah, that's for that. No, I was just going to call Nimbus. You could just grab him. I was just, I, I, I was, I was, just, right. was, was just going to call our ride and we can hop on it. We were scared my mother's head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get up to the roof, you call him. Skitter's my father. <laughs> but Scapper is his sister? We don't talk about Scapper. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, you guys are all able to get up to the roof. You call the Nimbus Cloud over. It it comes along. You see the, the little kid with the tail that just got kicked off again. Um, it lands on top of the roof. You all jump on. And where do you go from there? You gonna just try and scout the area, or do you want to head straight to the free city to the of park. Gateway? Something that we, yeah, you guys put a graceful to the ground. Yeah, that was how we started. Was that everybody right. very slowly floating to the ground in the right. ground? Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So we should have 13 left? Sir, 12 now. 12. 12. Yeah. We're at, so we, have victory po- we have the victory point, then the desolation. Yep. Yep. You guys have used three so far. And then you guys also... Actually, wait, because... Sorry. Yeah, victory point, then the, the, the lab... And then we did. Did we do one at the lab? You didn't do one at the lab. Oh, we did have to. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you guys, because you discovered the secret of the Dreadish Kingdom, you get one more source point. So is it Dread Six? How do I spell it? D R E E T I S H. Six source points. Dreadish Kingdom. We almost have enough to do a thing. Almost. All right. So you guys head up to the free trade city of Gateway. I'm assuming? Yes. Awesome. Alright, so the free city of Gateway, the free trade city of Gateway is a 100% capitalistic society of everybody, whoever has the money is in charge. I mean, people don't live in standard, solid homes that stay there forever. The second somebody falls too far on the rungs as far as their money is concerned, they're booted out. I mean, it is a very cutthroat merchant city because they are kind of the last checkpoint land-wise between uh, the Desolation of Kang, the Greenish Kingdom, that and the rest of the main continent. So if you don't want to brave the waters and the ships, you have to go by land through the free city of Gateway. I'm going to make myself appear like I'm wearing like 50 gold chains and bracelets. Oh, hell yeah. What's your rapper name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, yeah, so you guys... You oh, want half... It's going to be half hundred. Half hundred. Yeah. That's all. Awesome. There we go. Instead of 50 cent, he's only quarter. <laughs> all right. So, um, are you going to... Like try and lead the party to Endervin and like act like you're the guy in charge, or what are you gonna do? Oh hell yeah, of course. I am. Well, I was in before I became an adventurer, a fairly successful merchant. So I will do whatever I can do to sort of blend in. All right, yeah, you 100% walk in. You know how this whole structure goes. You know that the further, the closest to the gate you are, the further down on the rungs you are. When you get to the middle of the city, the actual heart of the city, that's where all the rich folk go. So you would know automatically. All right, let's head straight there. Yeah, you just make your way up towards the town, not paying attention to anybody else, and everybody kind of clears way for you. Uh, They can tell when a powerful merchant is walking in, and nobody wants to mess with his very obviously capable retinue of the... Uh, the plague doctor mask uh, somebody or other the maxi assassin looking individual the large brute with the spear and the flaming sorcerer wizard person nobody wants to mess with that <laughs> so you head straight up into the middle of the town uh, would you try to hit up one of the guilds one of the merchant guilds or would you go to a common uh, hall feeding type hall or to a tavern or what would you do uh, let's go to one of the guilds yeah all right, you go into one of the guild halls, they immediately recognize the symbol on your uh, cloak or chest, whatever, wherever you're wearing your merchant's guild symbol. The big old merchant sign right in the middle of your chest, you know? <laughs> Giant giant sign. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, you walk in and they treat you with the respect that would be due a merchant of that class. Uh, so you are able to get a table, uh, they bring you food, they kind of update you on the general business dealings that are currently going on. Um, it's, it's very respectful, and the very last thing they ask you is, so why why are you here in town? 
Well, let's just say the world's gonna end. That's unique. Your weapons merchant fit? Uh, a magic items merchant? You're selling men destructive something? Hmm. I'm. Uh, I'm more looking. I. Uh, uh, these. I'll just point up my head and pat him on the shoulder. And I'll just be like, Stevie, we need to keep moving for your safety, sir. Sorry. I just. I got hit in the head earlier today, and I just can't even form a sentence, apparently. Ah! Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> now, what my esteemed master is he trying to say is that we're here on important business as magic and mana is going absolutely all over the world in crazy ways, worse than the mana storm normally is. For the record, this is completely coming out of Turtle's ass because he doesn't actually know anything about the Manastorm other than there's a place called the Manastorm. <laughs> and he is here to investigate the source apps, and we want to know if there's anything happening. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there's actually quite a bit happening. Um, I, I hear that the ones up in the, the magic side of the town uh, where all the wizards have their shops and whatnot, I hear they're shutting their doors in a hurry. Would you say that all the magic is being stuck? <laughs> yes, it, 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 the situation really blows. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. The flame in Charles' head just goes off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, knowing that, would you guys want to? Because you've got all those shards, you haven't planted one here. Do you guys want to try and do that, or do you want to investigate what's going on with the magic here? Uh, I was like, sir. Uh, you, you give me one of our uh, fancy tools. I will take care of it if you guys want to look around. He's gonna try to like it, okay? Sure. So I'll, I'll take a shard and just go find some dirt and just be like planted in among some flowers. Mm. All right, yeah, you go around, and being this is a merchant city, it's all very beautiful here in the middle, because, you know, good business, you don't want to have a really nasty storefront out front. So you find a fairly natural green space in front of one of these stores, and you grab it and you stab it in a bunch of flowers, and that exact same call happens. And all of a sudden, these magical creatures come zooming down, but this time, rather than the three of them landing at once, you see them partially get above where that crystal shard is, and they all point their hands down at it, and magic starts ripping out from that shard, and it begins to quiver in the ground. I'll grab it. Damn. Okay, you're all not good. Alright, go ahead and give me a charisma saving throw. Um, I think Scrambles will run up and try to assist. Bob, that is a nat 20 for a 21. Never mind. <laughs> you, you feel that they're trying to not only rip away the magic out of this shard, but also your light force starts to creep out from your hands. You feel that 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 tending that tend to uh, that tension or whatever of your soul being stretched, almost as if it's being ripped away from you. Um, can Scrambles like? run up and, like, try and push him off the shard at the same time sever it at ground level. People so are starting still, to... It's still in the ground, but 
it's disconnected from the source, so he doesn't get hurt. People are starting to scream right now, so you guys would 100% know what's going on. I will let you guys do one thing each before we roll initiative. I'm going to cast Enthrall. Okay, so cast the Enthrall. You're going to push him out of the way. What if I... What? So this is going to be my, uh, my, my martyr complex. I'm going to hold this thing in place for as long as physically possible. So I will actually be resisting you pushing me out of the way. I'm not going to push you out of the way. I'm going to help you keep it in the ground. Okay, okay so you're going to try and cut it off? At the bottom, or are you going to try no, and go? I'm, I'm like, I'm hopping up on his shoulders and putting my, like, like hands on his biceps and just pushing my weight into All right, go ahead and roll me the same charisma check, and then... That's 21. That's a 21. You're totally fine. So then add your strength onto yours, and both of you roll an athletics check. Danny, what would you like to do? Uh, well... I had previously asked Belinda what she wanted to do with her $10 donation. She said to tell you that she wants you to kill the party. So you do with it. Awesome. I do, I do still have the inspiration. Can do. So we'll add a 9 to that for a for athletics, a 16. A 16 for me as well for athletics. All right. These creatures are flying in the air, correct? Correct. They're currently hovering about 15 feet above the crystal, channeling some sort of strange magic. Um, pulling the magical essence out of the shard that's in the ground. Okay. Can I sling one of them? Yeah, go for it. That's going to be a 17 to hit. 17 definitely hits. For hmm? oh, 8 points of bludgeoning damage. Alright. Panatron. Panatron. I'm a cyborg. Fantastic. So like a magic. Um, and that partially breaks a little bit of the concentration. So you see that the stream of magic coming from that. Uh, one that you yeah, just hit kind of dissipates just a little bit, and there isn't as much of a pull. Yeah, so then you two, you're able to hold it down then um, with that combined strength, uh, two sixteens, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So you guys are able to hold it down. Bob is going to go ahead because Bob's still here, and I keep forgetting that. Um, Bob is going to go ahead and actually, he's going to say, "Put your heads down," and I hold up my lantern and I flash the lantern with the overcharge. So I roll to see if anything bad happens, and then I'm going to hope my D20s are over here, and then I'll roll to see if they are blinded. The blue one to see if something bad happens. Nothing bad happens, and one of them passes, the other two fail. Uh, what level of light spell is that? It's uh, the industrialist thing. Uh, if you could Mechanical. It's not a spell per se. Okay. Yeah. Because I am seventeen. Enthrall wouldn't have made sense because I'm not trying. Like it distracts people that we're talking to, so they can only like perceive me. Gotcha. So instead, I want to cast darkness. Okay. Um. So then they would be blinded by that flash and then enveloped in an orb of darkness. Yep. All right, and not being able to maintain eye contact in any way, shape, or form, they break the channeling of that. Uh, on that little spike that's in the ground, and you see that the magic around it begins to pull back in, and it solidifies itself into the ground. Do you guys want to try and take these guys on, or do you want to get the hell out of here? I jump off of uh, Magnus, and I get down on the ground, and I start making sand castles around the crystal to hide it. Okay. <laughs> sand castles are just sand piles. That's a big pile. You know, like Blurred Box. Cats more Blurred Box. Sad castle. I'm like, I think they're even stopping. I'm like, I'm just sitting like, 
We've got this darkness around them. Let's. Oh, uh, we're not going. Let me, let me, let me, let me put it this. Way. Let me put it this way, right now. Magnus will never run from the fight. Yeah. Kick him in the balls and drag him away. You, you pretty much have. So, so the the only person who can do it is not here. Is not here. But you, you basically have to turn off his machine half and drag him away from a fight if he feels that it is a necessary fight to protect people he cares about. Fair enough. Aw, you kitty. Alright, so, oh, look. initiative order will then go... Scrambles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> initiative order will then go Scrambles, Danderbin, Magnus, the enemies, Bob, and Cherno. So, scra- uh, <laughs> God damn. Scrambles, what would you like to do? Scrambles is going to bonus action high. Alright, they'll check. Um, that was a 12. Okay. That isn't great, but currently they're 100% blind. So good enough? Good enough. Okay. So he's using his move action. He's 30 foot. He's just running around in a circle trying to get a good angle on one of them. Then he's going to jump up and do a sneak attack. And you'll actually have disadvantage to hit because they are currently inside the globe of darkness. You can't even see them. Not even with dark vision? I guess no. No, it's a magical dark house. Yeah, it specifically says dark vision doesn't go through it. Devil Sight does, but. (laughs) Well. Dual Chase. Which one's that one, Braden? Is that Priscilla? This is Priscilla. Awesome. Okay. Side note, guys, well done. We're like seven hours in. Woo! Yep, 17 and about 40 minutes left. Yeah. I think you have the countdown timer as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just texted a little bit ago. Uh, well, I'm disadvantaged. I don't necessarily want to go into the darkness and attack. I want to attack the darkness. <laughs> so, uh, what I think I'm going to do, actually, is I've got alchemist fire that I can just throw into the darkness. Yep, if you do that, you still have the disadvantage, but since there's three targets... It wouldn't be that big, or that okay. bad of a deal. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna throw one of the alchemist fire in. Uh, I wish I was on the other side, so that if I had to came through, I could try to catch it. It's uh, uh, like oh, perfect, all of darkness until it hits something in there. I was saving these to set some sort of building on fire, but I've got two left. Hey, the night is young, and you might still. I mean, we already did set a building on fire. Yeah. 
Nat 20 and a 2. Oh, so it's 6. Since you rolled less, okay, it was a, then over a 5. I was going to say, if you roll a 5 or lower, it's going to hit a building next door and light it on fire. Oh, um, it goes through the ball of darkness, hitting nothing, crashes to the ground, and sets the garden on fire just a little bit. Nothing major, just got a little bit of brush going. Alright, anything is a bonus action? Oh, you hit. Right. Bonus action hit. Yeah. Dandy, it's your turn. So, are we allowed to use the viewer perks as players? Yeah. Anybody can use them that they want to. They're still flying, aren't they? Correct. Okay, well, if we were to change them into something that can't fly, that would be very good. Swap enemies, fighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, this... Swap enemies, please, Bob. Alright, this is a CR8. So, here's my handy-dandy tray of swaps. There. Did that on purpose so I wouldn't have to find them. Alright, go ahead and roll me a... Oh, you get a bonus for you. Swap. One of the cool... Yeah, it doesn't say that you get to choose the enemy. Alright. Alright, go ahead and roll me a D20. Okay. That's gonna be an 18. Please be good, please be good, please be good, please be good. CR8, what other nonsense can we fight a CR8 or what? Uh, surprisingly a lot. I know, there is. The CR8. All of a sudden, the magic begins to condense and glow around them, and even though there's the darkness spell there, these creatures fall through the bottom of the darkness, and we now have three whites standing in the street in front of you. Bon. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and spend five dollars to swap enemies. What is a white? Not fun. Have you ever seen Game of Thrones? No. It's it's zombie berserker kind of thing. But yeah. since you said you just spent the five, we'll go ahead and go from there. Roll a d20. Just because dealing with undead right now is not. Wait, no. That being said, turn undead doesn't. Go ahead and uh, Let's do the checking first. I, I I will go ahead because I don't want you to waste money and feel bad about it. These things are only CR three. Then yeah, never mind. <laughs> like if they're CR eight whites, that could be a problem. Yes, those are the mixed stronger enemy. Alright, so then uh, let me redo the health points on this. So I will not change. I, I still have the portal available. Yep. Alright, so three whites have plopped to the ground in front of you. Um, we then move on to... Oh, Danny, it is still your turn, because that wasn't an action. That was just you spending your cash. Okay, sweet. So I am going to rush at the closest white to me, and then I'm just going to begin hitting it with my club. Yeah, it's ethereal knees. Alright. That's only going to be a 10 to hit for the first one. Not quite enough, no. Then I will use a bonus action to make a single unarmed strike. And that's going to be a 14 to hit. Fantastic, that will hit exactly. Perfect. Nope, cocked. Alright, 8 points of damage. Awesome. It definitely did not like that one. I'm assuming that's the one that you hit earlier with the uh, uh, sling. Ah, sure. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So then we move on to Magnus. I picked Willie Trocken. Yeah. A, a modified 20 to hit. Fantastic. Why do I keep losing my other hand? 
That is 14 points of slashing damage. Awesome. Of the magical variety. Below bloodied. And that's me. Alright, it is now on to the enemies. They are going to group up, and one will attack Vanderbin, one will attack Klein, and the third one will attack Klein. Or I'm Klein. Yes. They're going to Arctic <laughs> Four. No joke. Yeah. All right. So the uh, they make two long sword attacks. Uh, oh wait, the damaged one is actually going to use life drain on um, Klein or on uh, Magnus. Oh, what am I doing? That's a Constitution saving throw. Uh, so then, oh no. Okay. Uh, the target was six. Okay. So first it has to hit. So that's a twenty. Not that. And then you take eight points of necrotic damage, and I need a constitution saving throw. Like 18? Not DC. Sorry. Yeah, DC 13 constitution. I rolled a 19. Or I, have, I got a 19. Awesome. So yep. then your hit point maximum is not reduced at all. Um, so then it's... Nine hit points. Okay, and then it's going to go ahead and make a long sword attack against you, and it has advantage for flanking. I'll be fine. That one's good. Or that one doesn't hit. And then the second one that's going to attack you um, has advantage on both sword attacks also. So that's two hits on that one as well. Lowest was a 19. That might not be okay, actually. I, I can fix that part of uh, oh, Let's see here. Where's my D10? Oh, no. Yes. Uh, you take nine and six points of damage. I'm done. Alright, he goes down with a thud. The second day it wasn't on the life drain, or you would have turned into a white yourself. <laughs> Wait, how much of me would have been a white, and how much of me? <laughs> that's true, that's true. Alright, and then the second white is going to, or the third white is going to attack Danderbin. Uh, does not have flanking. Oh, but it still has two attacks. Uh, that's a 19, and, or I mean, uh, uh, 23 and uh, 15. One hit. And deals to you nine points of slashing damage. Uh, is it magical? Uh, let's see. It does not say that it is magical, so you have resistance. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second, Bob. Yep. Were both of those attacks against me slashing? Uh, yes, they were. What's half of each of those? Uh, let's see. It was... It was 15 total, so... I think it was 15, so go with 7, yeah. I, I am actually still up then, because I have resistance to slashing damage. That is right, I forgot about this. I have a 2 HP. <laughs> Behind on the Hobbit's memes, one moment. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> right, on to um, Bob's turn. Bob seeing Magnus being in that uh, state is going to run up and I got this spell point back. So, Bob... Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get your wound. <laughs> oh my god. When the enemy rolls a 1 in their save against Vicious Mockery, you're not a cloud. You're the entire circus. Hey, Max, so you heal 10 points of damage. Sweet! Alright, um, and that's everything Bob can do, so it is now on to Churdo's turn. Alright. Um, just as an FYI, I forgot I've been using it, so it's DM's discretion. I forgot I have defense contracts, so whenever someone declares an attack, a piece of paper is supposed to fly out of my pocket in their face. I love it so much. Because I, I lawyer physics along with everything else. <laughs> the way to do it. Um, 
So next time they declare an attack, if you can try and help me remember, yep, we'll do. But in the meantime, I don't know if whites are weak against. What would I roll to know that? Um, I would give you religion. Yeah, I would give you religion or. Arcane. I mean, you're a cleric. Yeah, so we'll do religion, I guess. Uh, let's just say this clearly you need to heal them because that's how it works you know you got the healing spells will hurt them clearly <laughs> I feel like being a cleric of documents <laughs> and paperwork didn't help me at all in this case but fantastic um, I'm not going to do healing word because it just even I don't think they're undead but I'm not sure so, that being said, healing word will not yeah, yeah. any matter of fashion. I don't know. I think healing word would damage us all. No, no, heal them. Yeah, no, no, no. This is what they look like. Final Fantasy. So in older editions of D and D, healing word would actually damage undead. But in fifth edition, they specifically say that yeah. oh, like ninety percent of your healing spells have no effect. So on yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to just cast. Um, because vicious mockery would be like. What happened to your wings? Did we scare you so badly you fell to the earth, you washed up angels? <laughs> oh man. And that was a three. That, that definitely hurt. <laughs> they they just being able to fly around. Right. They're like, somebody decided to turn this into a pay-to-win model. We're hurt by this. <laughs> the ones that specifically, the individual specifically thought, hey, this is pay-to-win suddenly. He takes three damage. Fantastic. And that's the advantage on the next turn. Yeah. All right. We then move on to Scrambles. All right. Um, Scrambles is going to run up to the closest one next to Magnus. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna try and uh, I'm gonna attack him with my rapier, and then I want to try and taunt him and like get his attention off of him and on me. All right. So I'm on the opposite side of you to give me advantage. So it's gonna be a sneak attack. Yeah. Seventeen. Yep, that hits. <laughs> Okay. 11, 13 plus 5, 18 damage on it. Alright. And then. And that was actually enough to drop it. So it falls to the ground with a thump. Is there another one near it? Yes, there's all three of them are right there. And then I'm gonna try and just get its attention. Okay. Just caught it real quick. Intimidation or persuasion? I give you either. Or performance. That's going to be Persuasion Roman for my bonus. Uh, 19. Alright, yes. Uh, that is going to be a roll, but I'm pretty sure they're negative in Charisma. Yeah, they're 100% gonna... Hey, you was that fuck? Look at me! Whoa, that wasn't even vicious mockery. That was just mean. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm about to throw out. I'm about to throw out my own. So, okay. so why are we calling them... That mean things. I, I'm, I'm taunting him to get him off of it. Oh, Dandy, it is your turn. I'm about to pull my grove off. Awesome. I will pull out my plus one magical manacles, and I'm going to use the bonus action and action to use up to mischief, and put one on each of its ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. 
nothing to be up there now. It's got manacled ankles, and that'll be my turn. I'll just chill out in front of it, laughing at it. Okay, Magnus, it's been your turn. Uh, we're gonna start off by doing it. Uh, 20 to hit? Yep, that definitely hits. You get the manacle one or a different one? Uh, let's see who the manacle one seems to be for the most part under control right now. Yeah. We're going to swing at the other one. And deal 17 points of slashing damage to it. And just telling you, know, the only reason you're undead is because you were too ugly to stay dead. Oh, damn. <laughs> Alright. Uh, bonus action or anything? Alright. He lets out a roar and is going to swing at you twice. Told you I was gonna pull aggro. Disadvantage. Huh? I told you I was gonna pull aggro. Yep. That one's gonna have disadvantage. Still one hits. Luckily I got a nap one on the one, but the one still hits. That deals three points of damage. I'm down. <laughs> oh no! The other one is going to go straight for you, Scrapples, and is let's see, he's manacled. Did you go back at all, or did you just? No, I'm still right. This I, he swings at you, and one and fourteen. Nope. All right, neither one of those hits is the long sword goes twice. I knew I should be shoved out of the way, but I, I'm you got y'all dimly, dimly scrambling. Alright, we then move on to Bob's turn. Um, Bob is going to, since they're already dead, I'm going to Toll the Dead. Oh, ding dong, you're already dead. Can't meta that, unfortunately, now that I said it. Um, They fail. Bob, you have D&D knowledge. You are you. I know. However, (laughs) I said it, so I do it. It is resistant to the five points of necrotic damage that I launched at it. So, <laughs> you know, I tried. Uh, I tried. Uh, we then move on to Cherno. Um, <laughs> I should do the cleric thing. Uh, do I heal him more you or what? Honestly, give him the potion that makes him mutate. <laughs> <laughs> Does Sanderman say that out loud? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll, just, I'll be fine. Just, well, just, I'll, I will just spare the, oh no, I have to touch you to do spare the dying. Dang, I'm not dying fine. anyway. I'm perfectly fine. I've, I've got He's like, oh, you're not, you're not down. I'm, 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 I don't want to get hit much more, but I'm not down by any means. Yeah, Bob healed him last turn, not this last turn, but the turn Okay, well, my friends, no, well, uh, we will sacred flame one of them. Ooh, hot knee. Let me put it this way: I am a firm believer that death is the best. Ooh, see, are you going to do the medical one? Yeah, probably. Awesome disadvantage then. Hits. Okay, my one d eight of radiant. Radiant. Max X. Eight damage. Nice. It so, ignites in a great conflagration of blue flame. <laughs> Everything but no blue flame. <laughs> All right. We then move on to Scrimbles. Okay. So the monocle one. The monocle one. 
to shove this creature or attempt to knock it prone. Would you say it had would have disadvantage considering it's got both its ankles locked 100%, together? Yeah. Oh man, that was a okay. okay, well he's still standing. And then <laughs> I will uh, <laughs> I am going to then I'll just bonus action to spend a key point and use flurry of blows on it to finish it off, hopefully. Uh, flanking, right? Yes. Okay, that's going to be a 15 to hit. Yes. Nope. <laughs> uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage. Roll me a luck check. Okay. 17. Yes, that's more than enough. It had eight points, so with that extra little shove or whatever, it tripped on the way down and it landed on that spike uh, that was sticking out of the ground and it expired. <laughs> Alright, then I'll still have one attack from my flurry of blows, so I guess I'll run over to the bloodied one and punch it. Fantastic. For uh, 14 to hit? Exactly. That's another f- six points of bludgeoning damage. Fantastic. It is now officially below bloodied. Side note, I really like some of the flavors of the you guys have. <laughs> Saving throw on E. And where's my D12? There we go. 
Damn it, Bob knew better. Once again, yeah, it's going to you do that. I'm I have two damaging cantrips. I have booming blade, and I have um, uh, told the dead. Oh shoot, we leveled him up the other day because I was on uh, chatting with you, Braden, when I did it, didn't we? Yeah. I don't have the updated character sheet. That's probably why. <laughs> I'm like, why the hell do I have uh, 26 health points? I'm like, that's really low for level four. Uh, Alright. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I have 24. <laughs> uh, Klein just cringes at the thought of, yeah, that's all the more you got. <laughs> Alright, we move on then to Cherno with six health points, and Bob is gonna frantically scramble for his character sheet. Scramble. <laughs> oh wow! Um, my parents are amazing. Uh, what? Oh, they're just so they're doing intonation. They're just figuring it out. So that's awesome. Um, true. I had actually thought of this, and then I forgot. Oh, how did he notice that the radiant damage did more damage? Or you don't quite know. You don't think so, but it's been really chaotic. There. He is going to. First level healing word, Mag- Magnus. Roll it up. One d four. It. <laughs> so four. You heal four health. All right. You then move on to scrambles. All right, scrambles. How many of them are left? One with single digits health points. Okay. Basically, you hit it, you die. It dies. All right. Yeah. Well, oh, you die. I'm okay with that. He's gonna scramble over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Slash at it with the rapier. Fantastic. And that's gonna be a twenty-four to hit. Twenty-four definitely hits. Okay. With advantage, that's sneak attack. <laughs> Unless you roll all ones, I'm pretty sure it's dead. Let's see. 9, 17, plus 5. <laughs> Barely. 22. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, you very easily drop that last white. And everything goes quiet once again. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Chaos Plan. If you would like to join the game and support the podcast, visit our Patreon account at patreon.com slash adventuringguild. And there you can pledge to either become a sponsor or a player or both if you like. So thank you all very, very much for listening, and we hope you join us again next week.